0: So, now we're going to start talking about how the Semach Tzedek prepared for the conference. So, the first noticeable impact that the, the conference had on the Rebbe was seen on Chai Elul of that year, meaning the, in, in uh, 1842. So, on that day, he informed the Gabai that the minion for Mincha should begin at 1.30 and they should wait for him to dive in Now, after Mincha, he closed his door, something that he almost never did, because we mentioned that the, his door was left open so that any cantonist who wants can walk into the room, um, and only at the late hour of eleven o'clock did he open it up to go and Might Maidav with a minion. So that was Chai Elo. Then on Erev of Rosh Hashanah, remember it was his birthday. After the Rebbe said in front of a minion of Elter Chasidim, they benched him with long life. Um, as usual, especially since this day would also be his 53rd birthday. Now, every year, the Rebbe would respond to their brachas either with Amen, Kein Yehuman Hashem, that, that uh, so, so should Hashem say, or Amen, Kein Hiiratzein, that it should be the will of Hashem. However, this year, after saying Amen, Kein he added, the 54th year of a person's life is an extremely difficult one and one needs a double and triple amount of brachas Now the Hasidim were not yet aware of what exactly the Rebbe was referring to then but uh, the tone of his words was was clearly heard and people got a little bit worried No one wanted to express his inner fear that the Rebbe was probably sensing a terrible Gezeira and Shemayim against himself and the Jewish people after Rosh Hashanah, however, when it became known that the government was demanding that Tzemach Tzedek should participate in the conference, they understood now what the Tzemach Tzedek was referring to, and they now recall the incident that occurred earlier in the year when, when they, the officials made a search of the Rebbe's house and how the Rebbe's health was affected because of this, and it was obvious that something extremely alarming was being planned. And with uh, fear in their hearts, many Hasidim came or returned to Lubavitch during the next few months to see the Rebbe before he left for Petterburg. Many of them were scared that, this might be the last time they see the Rebbe, because who knows? He's going to go to Petterburg, who knows what's going to happen? The the Hasidim didn't know, by the way, how close to the truth they were. the, the Maskilim had informed the ministers that the Tzemach Tzedek's uh, tremendous influence Affected the entire Jewish nation, not just the Hasidim And to, to take away his power They considered him They considered ordering him to become a resident of Petterburg That he has to live in Petterburg Now if the Rebbe moves to Petterburg How many Hasidim are going to be able to meet the Rebbe? Not many, right? Um because as a general rule, Yidin were prohibited from even entering Petherberg. So forget about living there. But Baruch Hashem, the plan didn't materialize. Um, as we'll see later. It was because of the cantonists that it didn't happen. Anyways, we're going weiter, The night of Erev Rosh the Tzema gave his Gabai, e ber, a pidyan Nefesh, a Pan, to read at the resting place of his mother, Rebecca Vorlea in Lyojna. Right? Because his mother was buried in Liojne, right? So he sent him there with a pan. And the pan read like this the Yiddin of Berlin. Who's the Yidin of Berlin? Um, capital of Germany. I I know I know what Berlin is, but who were the Yiddin in Berlin? What did he mean when he said that? The maskilim, because because that's where they were you know, uh, that's where their source was. The the yidin the of Berlin are strengthening their influence. The gazeta is about to be publicized and their thoughts are to summon Rabbanim and force them to agree to their plans. Either way, whether I will live or... Tat, 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 I request of you that you go to your father's heichol and shemayim Who's her father? The altar. The altar. The altar. And give my request to him. And he should arouse Hashem's compassion that these gezaydas should be nullified. And if I merit, they, they should be nullified through my efforts. Then, three days later, santem Gadalya, his mother's yard site, did Sam Achalek sent Chaim Bear again. Remember, uh is not too far from Lubabash. Like you could go back and forth pretty quickly. Um, so he sent them again, the same pinion, to read at her grave. Six months later, as he was leaving for Peterburg, he instructed his Rebitzin, rebitz Chaimushka and his sons. To say three kapitlach tehillim In his room every day And the only family member Who would be accompanying him to Petterburg Was the maril Rabbi Huduley The Rebbeza noticed That he forgot to pack his slippers When he was packing And this distressed her a lot um, Now the, the reason probably she was scared Is because he forgot to take his slippers, but he brought his tachrichim with him. It's the, like, what you, what a person gets buried in. So he brought his tachrichim, but he didn't bring his slippers. Like, what is that supposed to mean? Obviously, he's expecting something serious to happen. And the semachsel said to her, "We're facing such a danger. We're only Hashem knows how we're going to return from Petersburg, either alive or chas right? And you're worried about slippers? That's what he tells his wife. And hearing this." Uh, she became very anxious and she started to cry because it could be until that point she didn't realize how bad the situation was. And the maril, the, the, the maril, the son asked, says, Tati, why are you saying this to mommy and causing her so much pain? And the Rebbe replied, I want her to know how severe the situation is and I want her to cry because she is the daughter of a true Talmud Chacham. Who's her father? The middle of Rebbe. And her phila, he said with tears and crying, for, for sure be accepted. Meaning, I, I want to make her scared and I want her to cry. And Taka, after his successful return, he said that her tearful, her, her tehillim that she said with tears was one of the three things that helped him succeed in the conference, in, in getting the government to get rid of the exodus. Um, now, he then began his journey saying that when my grandfather, the Al Rebbe, was in his 54th year He was brought to Pettenburg By government officials, and while At the same age, I am Officially traveling there on my own Zaidi, meaning the al Rebbe Had Mesir's Nefesh For the teachings of the Baal and for the Chassidim When he was there While for us, it's, it's already a prepared path that we have to walk on On the way, that Tzemach Sedek Went first to Liozhne, so he could personally dive in at his mother's cave. Years later, he told his son and successor, the Rebbe Marash, he said like this, In, in uh, 1843, the government called me to the conference of Jewish leaders. And before going to the conference, I went to daven at the cave of my righteous mother, Representative Orlea. And she related to me that because of her Mesidus Nefesh, for the sake of Hasidim and Hasidus, that she was Zeicha." To be able to go to the Heichal HaBalshemita, the chamber where the Balshemita is in Shemayim, wherever, whenever she wants, because she gave her life for Chasidus, and she requested that the Balshemita should intercede on his behalf. I mean, on my behalf. I mean, the Talmudic talk is saying this. She also asked him to inform her of any Ruchniyistikah thing that, with Hashem's help. I would be victorious against those who are opposed to Hasidus. The teachings of Hasidus. So she asked the Baal Shem Tov, what could my son do? And she told me that the Baal Shem Tov answered. You ready for this, guys? Mm-hmm. Your son has mastered the words of Chumish, Tehillim, and Tanya, by heart. It's, it, and it says in the Torah, Vayihih, <laughs> what does the word khitas mean? Not not what we, what we call a khitas. The, the word khitas means fear. And the fear of Hashem was upon them, right? khitas stands for Chumesh tilam and tanya. Whoever is fluent in the letters that make up the words of Chumesh tilam and tanya can overcome all obstacles. Now, this was at a time when there was no such thing as khitas, right? At least uh, officially, it wasn't. There were chasidim who, who learned the Parsha every day, and I'm sure that a lot of chasidim said that to heal him. But, but it wasn't like a Tanya. There wasn't like a thing to finish the whole Tanya of a year. That was started by the Friedrich And we will continue tomorrow.